Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. What's up? This is Grayson Boucher, better known as The Professor. Check me out on the Bootleg Kev podcast. Let's go. Bootleg Kev podcast. Special guest here. Street hoop legend. TikTok legend now. YouTube legend now. The Professor. Hey, let's go, man. Glad to be here, bro. Good to see you, man. Yeah, it's crazy because I remember watching you back in the day, man. Like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I loved Anne One's mixtapes. I remember, uh, you know, obviously, rest in peace to uh, Escalade. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, big bro. Skip to my Lou, who ended up in the league. Ray for Alston, uh, Hot Sauce. Yeah. There was all these guys that were, like, celebrities. All and, the big bros, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the and one shit influenced so much shit in culture, because, like, without and one there's no NBA street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, baggy shorts. Yeah, the baggy shorts. It just, yeah. like, there was just so much that, like... You know, I feel like, uh, and then Ann One ended up in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Which kind of made it uncool, but you know, shout out to yeah. Ann One. Yeah, you know, new ownership. I think it changed hands five times or something since I was there. Yeah. So it's in the hands of ownership now that you know has it in Walmart. I guess they profit. Hey, they're winning obviously. a lot of fun. They're they're making yeah. a ton of money. You seen what Shaq did, right? So I think it's Shaq and and one is like the two head sports brands of Walmart. So I'm sure they kill it from a financial standpoint. I was gonna say you you were 18 when you started doing uh the and one stuff, right? Yeah, in 03. 03. So yeah. how did you initially? Because obviously you're very good at basketball. So at what point in time did you say, well, I don't know if I can make it to the league, but this is something. This is like an ulterior. Or not an ulterior, but alternative uh, route I can mm-hmm. go to be a professional hooper. Uh, so, so initially when I came out there, I was really like a fan. It just kind of happened on accident. But I always trying to make the NBA, right. right? But I was actually a bench warmer at a community college, so it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't going to happen. Wasn't looking great for me right. at, that, at that moment. But after my freshman year in college, I improved by like three hundred percent. Like it's crazy. I finally hit the weights. Mm-hmm. I'm playing every day with guys who are going D2 and D1. I already spent all my time hooping, but now I'm doing three a days. Right. You know what I mean? Like literally make 500 jumpers before class, go to class, 230s open gym. Yeah. Hit the weights, come work on your game again in the evening, either at a different gym. Nonstop. Or right there. So nonstop. So I dedicated even more time Mm -hmm. 
to the grind and improved. I didn't realize how fast you could improve. By the end of that spring, after my freshman year, I was like the best player in the gym. You know what I mean? With my with my teammates right. and stuff like that. But then and one came. And the year before I went to and one, the first the first uh nationwide tour yeah, they had. It was already popping. Yeah, they had season one on ESPN already. I'm a fan. I'm I'm actually wearing and one head to toe before right. I'm even on there, like yeah. culturing it, mm-hmm. trying the moves everywhere yeah. I go. Yeah. So uh, I go up there as a fan just to watch, but I knew they had an open run because I had played the year before and I got to play one game against the players. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was going against like sick with it at the time. Wow. A headache. Those guys were up there. So hopped in the open run, got some moves off. Some people were going crazy, got voted in to play against team and one. And mind you, I'm not even thinking the route of street ball. I actually don't even think I belong there, to be honest, because right. it was such like a a hood in the city. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like You're just like, like scrawny little white 18-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to Half Man, Half Man Half Amazing the other day, and he was telling me, you know, we were talking about the street ball versus the NBA debate, but yeah. remember he was in the limo. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, we need to see that commercial. Remember yeah, he was I like, remember. the hood all-stars versus the NBA all-stars. I had a pair of those Vince Carters. I think they were called the Half Man Half Amazings. The Vince Carters were like the and ones. That were like one one half color one way and the I had, Tai Chi. Yeah, those well, are hard. They gave they gave Vince Carter that name from him though. Mm. From Anthony Hayward, half man, half amazing. Okay. Yeah, I think Kenny Smith took bit. He knew half man, yeah. amazing street baller, but gave it to. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember he was a little upset about that, but. Right. Anyway, we were talking about that that uh, mm-hmm. the debate, but you know, I didn't think I was a hood all. I didn't think I could be. Yeah. <laughs> in the mix with the hood all stars, so like I'm doing it from a fan standpoint. Yeah. You know, I played. Next thing I know, I'm going back and forth with Hot Sauce in the in the main and one game, and then they asked me to go on tour. So mine kind of happened on accident, but I did try to pursue the NBA up until 2007. Played in the wow. CBA, which was like the G League. Yeah. And then... Um, the original G League. The original G League. That's yeah. how high I got. But then, like, man, the politics of the game, though, I logged some good... When I got in the game, When I, they, I think they got me there for ticket sales. Yeah, because you were a name, bro. Like, you, you, you ended up kind of being like the... Like, kind of the face and one for a, for a minute, you know? Yeah, so I got there. I think it was like a ticket sale thing, but then, like, I got a little time, when, especially when the starting point guard, it was actually Stephon Marbury's brother. He got injured for, like, three games. Mm-hmm. So I started for three games. One of them I had over 20 points and, like, seven assists. Yeah. The other two I had, like, 15 and five or yeah, something like that. Bad. We lost one and one, two. But when that dude got healthy, man, they put him right back in the lineup, even though we weren't winning a game before that. Right. So it was like the politics of the game. You know, people looked at street ball. Actually, in that time, it was like it actually wasn't real basketball, so it didn't fit. Do you think it, like, worked against you because people perceived you as a street baller and not an actual, like, you know, professional yeah, hooper? W- yeah, when it came to the conventional game, right. it was a bad thing. Skip Tamalu, even, you know, who played in the NBA for over 10 years. It took him a while to get in, though. Well, he had to let go of his street ball reputation. Mm-hmm. I remember my year getting on the tour 2003 was the last time he even played any games he just stopped playing on the tour and he had a solid uh career too and he had some yeah. good years with orlando and houston like yeah he was good but it's cool because it's actually funny how it works because back then it was a bad thing to the nba high ups mm-hmm. now the all-star the hall of famers of today grew up watching and one so like when i meet you know like paul george or right. Kyrie, they're like oh yeah you're my you know, i watched you back inspired in the day, by you but yeah love it it's incredible i grew up off you that shit's so crazy it's yeah. it's, it's wild too because like think about like nba street they took so many of your guys's moves and put them into that game yeah did they ever like tap in with y'all like or like because they really took y'all's moves and like yeah. literally it was just 
I mean, a legendary video game. But I can only imagine. It's yeah. almost like with the Fortnite dances. Some of these dancers, you can turn on Fortnite, the dances are in the game and they ain't getting credit. Like, did y'all get any credit for any of the NBA street shit? Uh, people would mix it up, you know, like they'd ask us. They, they think it's our game. So we had two games too. So we had I remember. street hoops. They weren't great. Yeah, and, and I think what happened was... I remember the games. Yeah, I think with Street Hoops, they probably saw that and were like, oh, we could do this better. Yeah. Put the NBA stamp on it. It's probably gold. Yep. But then we came, we did and one Street Ball. I actually thought that was decent with Activision. Mm-hmm. That was a more... I don't souped, know if I played that one. Yeah, so that one was a souped up version, but uh, it was right around the buyout from and one. So I don't think it got the marketing boost. And I don't, right. they, they were going to do a part two, but it got bought out. Yeah. So uh, I think, honestly, they just saw the wave of it in the NBA smart for them to capitalize on the street side of things yeah it's crazy because the tour was like i got to go to one of the tour stops um and it was in an arena it was packed the fuck out you guys had like it was it was like what was like touring because it's almost like being on the road right like if you're in the league but you're it's but it's a little different because you guys are kind of like the new age harlem globetrotters in a, in a sense you know what i mean like it's an entertainment there's basketball but there's also like we have to entertain all these people would you guys like let each other get your shit off no it was always a real thing so it was always like real defense being played playing strangers so we didn't know them yeah because it was t-man one versus whoever was best of that city in the city right yeah yeah so there'd be but it was it was actually like a very high level competition game you know there's a lot of like myths of what level the n1 players were at but like it's a pro level Mm -hmm. you know this is above college this is like a pro level thing so we would play dudes who played overseas we play like street ball legends in that city, right? And uh, it was real, you know. Like that was the beauty of it, though. Is like there was even times where it didn't go our way, but most of the time, 80, 90 percent of the time, you guys won. We'd go crazy, and honestly, that original group was like special. The yeah. talent level was crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah. For you, you've had such a great like resurgence because I feel like you know I was just at NBA Con mm. and. Uh, my sons, I took my kids there and they're, they're both, they both play basketball and they're both like wrapped up in, I didn't know there was like this YouTube world of basketball, like YouTubers. Yeah. I was the first YouTube hooper on accident. Yeah. I, see, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> and we met some it's other, community, what's you know? this white kid named Je- uh, Je- Jesse, Jesse, T. Jass. T. Jass. Tristan yes. Jass. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. So we, like my kids freaked out cause he's walking by and I just, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Right. So yeah. I'm just like, Hey buddy. Apparently, my kids know who you are. Mm-hmm. You might have to get a pick. Mm-hmm. He's like, sure, sweet kid. Yeah. I didn't cool realize kid. this dude's lit. Like, yeah. Lit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I had yeah. no idea. Because I'm on YouTube. I look up his channel. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's crazy that basketball-related content is so big now. And, and what you do is so, like, perfect for today's landscape. Like, for you, like, you've you've kind of been the only guy I've seen from the era of and one that i watched that has successfully transitioned hmm. into being extremely successful in today's climate like for you like did was it on accident was it on purpose like explain to me like kind of like the run you've been on hmm. a little bit of both you know like and one ended in uh 08 mm-hmm. but you gotta think i'm only 24 25 years old so right. like i feel like i still had a playing career right but I found out about YouTube when it came out, like, 04. You know, like, we would even go overseas, and, mm-hmm. and people would approach me and be like, you know, show love or whatever, and out of, out of habit, I'd say, hey, thanks for checking out the show. Yeah. Me, our ESPN show. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, no, I saw your stuff on YouTube. So I started looking into it about 04, 05. Because your clips were up there. Yeah, so they would rip our clips from the show. Put them on their own channels. Make yeah. a compilation. 
millions every single one had yeah. millions of views so i got a homie who was an editor who's from like you know my home city yeah. and i paid him a little bit to where you from i'm from kaiser oregon very small okay, town in shout oregon. To oregon man yeah but uh anyway well i live here 20 years but right from oregon originally but Anyway, I tried to flood YouTube to get bookings. You know, you used to be able to get a DM on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I started trying to flood it like that. But then when and when ended in 08, started my own channel because YouTube AdSense just came out, I think, 08 or 09. Yeah. So I started my own channel 09. So you're up, you're early. Yeah, and I was like knowing that I could get international bookings because while and one went down in the U.S., in popularity when once it got bought out and not on ESPN overseas it, it was like lit and and then social media and that, you know before social media you couldn't really keep up with the narrative of a different country mm-hmm. so they're thinking it's still like topped off so I would play in like and one you know Brazil uh, and one Africa wow and yeah I was doing these one off games so I built YouTube to get live show bookings wow but then 2013 I went viral and I got a million subs in like one day. What the fuck? What video was it? It was a Spider-Man basketball. Uh, I dressed up in Spider-Man suit. Yeah. And I played people one-on-one at the park. And I think I've, I've seen And it. I did it for like 20 minutes, but I made every shot, every trick worked. Uh, so it just was perfect. Edited that joint. So it's a three-minute video. But, oh. you know, back then, it was so it was a six mil in a week. Yeah. But back then, that was like 50 mil in a week. You know, because yeah. like the album. No, no, no. It was a lot harder. Yeah, and the, and yeah. the views counted for like a lot more. And the AdSense was much better back then. Yeah, yeah. It was way different. So, yeah. So for, for that six mil in a week, I got hit up by every media outlet. You, you know, CNN, NBC, yeah. MTV, ESPN, you know. So for you, like, ne- like that was kind of... Did you realize at that point in time that there was the real money was being a content creator? Uh, it started to be clear. It started yeah. to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just thinking such like a hooper, though. You know, like back in the and one day when it ended and all that, I was just thinking like, you know, am I still pursuing the NBA? Where yeah. am I going to hoop now? Am I going Do to I overseas? I'm train going to kids? Am I going to G League? Yeah, yeah. not knowing right. as I'm uploading, I'm doing my job. <laughs> We're good, right. you know, but it took a viral spike to turn it into a business like real fast. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, this is... This is it. This is it. Yeah, and I thought about it even back in the day when I first heard about YouTube because I knew it was in a few other countries because internationally yeah. they'd recognize us from it. And I remember saying to myself, I'm like, oh, this is like TV. This is like... It's a new TV. I said free distribution. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to fruition as a business, I'm like, oh, literally it's TV. Like, like way higher. Than, you know, we never thought it would be like today, right? It's like the go-to. But What about TikTok? When did uh, TikTok really take off for you? Because you got a shit ton of followers oh, on TikTok. trying to go crazy on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You, can you make money on TikTok? I know that like you can you can get it. Like when it's monetized, I've had people tell me. The homie Mark makes money off TikTok. Once you monetize your TikTok, they start fucking with your algorithm. I don't know. No, okay, here's the truth. You don't really make... It's like YouTube shorts. You don't really... You don't make much. Because the YouTube yeah. shorts, you'll be like, I got I got an interview clip that has like 3 million uh, views, and I think I made 20, $29. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I have a joint 30 million. It made like not a couple hundred. Like, yeah, right. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, my TikTok, I got uh, 3.5 billion views, and I made $8,000. So it pays a little more than YouTube shorts, but yeah. <laughs> but it's a so. commercial for your YouTube channel, kind of right. Yeah, and, and my and it's thing a commercial is, for your brand. Yeah, and we went when when I started to take off on YouTube and press into social media, I started realizing the value. Like early, you should mm-hmm. be on every platform, everything, anything so, that drops. I sign up for the name, like just in case, you know. Yeah, and when it's new, press in and go hard because you know they're pushing everything. Yeah. Like so, 
uh, with YouTube. I think I was actually a year late to you uh, to TikTok. Yeah, to be honest, but. Once I got on there, my first video, I didn't put no effort in. It got like five and a half million views. It was on Halloween. I was dressed as the Joker. Mm-hmm. My cousin was Batman. So the, the the Joker movie song was trending. Yeah. So we just did, I did a little dribble as the Joker. Like not, not even anything Nothing complex. crazy. Yeah. But it just went crazy. But it was like five and a half million views. I was like, oh, uh, there guess, might be something here. I guess I should use it. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy because you watch like a. Um, I just watched uh, the White Man Can't Jump video, uh, in, a movie with Jack Harlow, uh, yeah. which was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, do you ever, have you ever had a point in time where you were hustling people at the park? Oh, I live white man can't jump today. Like still, I know you do it on uh, on like TikTok, <laughs> where you like show up like dressed as like a McDonald's yeah. employee or something. Yeah. But I mean, like when the cameras aren't rolling, like maybe you're in a different city, or you're like, you know what? Let's. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. Like, have you ever like pulled up to the park and been like, I'm gonna just? It's almost like being a pool shark, right? It's like well, somebody there is gonna know me now. Now they will. Yeah. But you've never done that in in like ever. Oh, just period. Just hustled somebody out of some money at the park. Because they just assume oh. you're like the 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 geeky white dude, and well, I grew up doing it. I mean, I, grew, I feel like I grew up doing that literally, and then up until I don't know. I think as of like 2015, though, you're I, too famous. I, I yeah, I only play if we're rolling for you the vlog. If we're rolling for social media, like I I don't even do open runs or nothing. Only because of injury risk, though. You know, I'm yeah, 39 right if now. You get hurt, yeah, yeah, you get hurt, then you can't do your grind. It, it actually doesn't make any sense the older I get. It's just like the league, right? You're not playing too much outside the That's league. That's what I tell everybody. Like, yeah. It's really easy to watch the big three and be like, he's still got it. Like, yeah, he's still got it for a half-court game yeah. once a week. Exactly. But I don't know if he's still got it for 82 games. It's a lot different, right? People have a lot of spin past the normal like hooping age. But you're right, that 82 games is brutal. Like, I just saw Jay Rich get up at big three and like almost hit his head on the fucking rim. Again, yes, but can he sustain being healthy for a whole season? You know, it's hard. But like for like, it's hard for me to stay healthy doing YouTube. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I mean? But it's been good, and and honestly, like that's the cool parts. My lane is kind of unexplored because once you're about 35 playing in league, right? It's too many miles for your body. It's gonna be hard for you to sustain unless you're like a Vince Carter or Mm -hmm. LeBron, you know, world class athlete. But for me, like, I'm... Or Udonis Haslam, who, you know, it's kind of like a coach. Oh, he kept going. He's kind of like a coach, you know? Yeah. No, but I mean, hey, but dude was, a, dude was an insane athlete, right? Insane I mean, athlete, yes. And yeah. one of the guys you did not want to throw hands with in the league. Oh, yeah, true story. <laughs> it's like him and Zebo growing up. Like, I don't know if he would ever want to fight either one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, for me, I, I feel like I'm just as quick as I was in 05. Like, it's crazy because you could have <laughs> went, like, you probably could have went a few different directions, right? You might have could have went the Chris Brickley direction and, like, trained mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. And he's done a good job of, like, doing content and also, like, obviously training players. But like, Kills it, yeah. I think, like, the YouTube wave is, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, man. Yeah, I love, I love entertaining, like, entertainment, production, even acting. I've yeah. acted for 20 years. I never had, like, heavy, prominent roles. What, what but, movies have you been in? Well, I was recently in that. Hustle, you know Adam Sandler just had like cameo. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, what's what's the guy's name? The fucking the dude that looks like you, kind of. Oh, you are talking about the lead? Her, her, her Gomez, Hera Gomez. What's his name? Something Gomez. Bo Cruz is the, the actor name. Uh, what's his name? Herman Gomez. Herman Gomez. Herman Gomez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shit. I don't know. It's a di- no. It's not even that. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. But right you know, now. it's something Gomez. <laughs> it's something Gomez. It starts with an H. I it don't ends know. With a Gomez. Her- Herman Gomez. Google, Google it. Hold on. Now I feel it's bad. Her, it's it's. Marshall. 
I, I know he's yes, a, Honcho. It's it's Honcho or Wancho is his name. Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez. Yeah. Gomez. Okay. I know, I know his last name. I don't know his first name. Yeah, yeah. This is Wancho. Wancho or Honcho. You know, he's a cool cat, man. I yeah. feel like he's my bro. I, I should know his name. Anthony Edwards is a great actor too. But they both did their th- yeah. They super did their thing in that. That was really dope. Um, other other films I've been in like. Like when I say acting, I've done like fifty to hundred commercials for any brand, every brand you can think of. But then also, uh, I first moved to LA '06. I actually had a lead role in a movie. It's called Ball Don't Lie, and it oh, never shit. got released. Damn, that's got to be tough. Did you get paid for it? I got paid for it, yeah, but not much. You know, indie film, right? But you're like, yeah. damn, I just want it for me. Can I get it on a? Do you have it on DVD or something? Well, yeah, I do have it, but we're trying to release it today. We're oh, trying to get it go. released now. I've, I met up with those producers for the first time in like 15 years. Yeah, why not put it on Tubi or something? That was our thought. Yeah, yeah. just for the resume. Yeah, like, you know dude, that we yeah. made the movie. Like, it's yeah, not like it's gonna lose it. Like, unless it's like horrible and you're gonna get canceled because you shot it in 06 and nah. you know, <laughs> no, nah. I mean, it, we, we're shit. not gonna win no awards, but it's not horrible. No. Right. Yeah, Good basketball, yeah, yeah. But um, they've but been no. making some good basketball movies recently. Yeah, a lot more too, because they used to only get a basketball movie what every few years. I maybe. just watched this one on Disney Plus with my kids about an Asian dude trying to dunk. It's called Chang Chang Can't Dunk. Or, was it good? It was actually not. I bad. never, I didn't even hear about it's that. It's on one. Disney Plus. It's oh, a, dang. It's about this Asian kid who goes viral on YouTube trying to uh, document the process of him trying to dunk. Because he has a bet with another kid at his high school oh, that he hard. can dunk. Huh. And then he ends up faking him dunking for the YouTube viewers. <laughs> but then he gets it's called awesome. out for it and he has to apologize. Okay. It's actually really good. It's a, it's a Disney original. I gotta check it out. Oh, it's Disney. Wow. Yeah, Disney. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you guys, you and this other fucking guy we just talked about, you guys are making this basketball shit like pop in a whole different way, bro. We're trying to, man. Trying to go for it. I'm actually trying to hoop till 2034, 50 years old. Yeah, that, I mean, you could probably go so till trying. 60. Because then guess what that Lord means? Lord willing. Let's guess go. what that means? Well, that's, that's a YouTube title. 60-year-old breaks hard. some guy's ankle at the park. It's like the real Uncle Drew. Oh, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Got to stop the interview to tell you about our good folks at Odd Socks, baby. Yeah. Shout out to Odd Socks. Now, this is what I love about Odd Socks. One, they're family. We love them. But also, they have the most comfortable socks in the fucking world, all right? Now, look, they got the craziest licenses. You see the Jolly Rancher. These are actually fly as fuck. Some Dorito socks. Uh, they got the WWE license, which is just my absolute favorite. And then, um, personally, my favorite is the Odd Socks Basics. Now, these are just the basic socks. Now, these are in my bag because I'm taking these. I love these Odd Socks Basics. These are literally the most comfortable socks in the world. All right, these are just the plain guys, all right? Also, they got the Scarface. They got the Godfather. And they have underwear. What are we talking about? What are these? 2XL Reese's Pieces. You know, if, if uh, somebody was going to wear some Reese's underwear, I'd assume they'd be a 2X on the size. You know, shout to the Ghostbusters. Um, look, so much going on at Odd Socks. Uh, what you got to do is go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use that promo code BOOTLEG. And you will save 20% off at checkout, all right? It don't matter what you're into. They got all the licenses, Coca-Cola. You could be a Pepsi guy instead. They got both. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're into maybe some anime. They got all the anime licenses. They got Naruto. They also got, um, they just uh, uh, rolled out the new uh, Power Rangers, Transformers, all that. Oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEG. Save 20% off right now. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something. The best part about my bookie is not only is it the best sports book, period. I mean, look, we're in the middle of baseball season, 
and baseball season is big money season. If you are a gambler, you know baseball is where you get the shmoney, all right? Not only that, but they got the full-fledged casino going on, all right? I'm telling you, last night, I'm on my bookie. I'm playing roulette with a lady. I'm looking at the lady. She's on video. She's rolling the wheel. It's a movie, all right? They got blackjack. They got uh, whatever you're into. Blackjack, craps, uh, man, all kinds of slots. Some of these slot games are so fun, all right? Listen, everything you want, all on one site, mybookie.ag. This is the best part when you sign up with our promo code bootleg. Not only do you help us out, but you help yourself out because you're going to get that first deposit bonus. Money to gamble with immediately, free, once you sign up, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code bootleg. Get the first deposit bonus right now. Let's get back into the interview. For you, like, how do you, tr- like, like, are you pretty health conscientious? Are you, like, ob- obviously you're not running, you know, f- full court runs outside of being on film, mm-hmm. but are you, like, making sure that you're taking the precautions to not, you know, f- be injured? Oh, yeah, I'm training a lot. Yeah, I try super active. So train twice a week with, like, functional movement training, uh, a lot of core stuff. It's, like, the same kind of training that LeBron. You still look like you're fucking 18, by the way. Humble, man. They say, black, stay, hey, they say black don't crack. Gingers don't crack. <laughs> My goodness. We're trying, man. We're trying. Thank um, you, bro. Um, but no, yeah, functional movement training. I, I live in Marina. I run on the water like three times a week, mm-hmm. and then I hoop on top of that. So if we're going hooping, the functional movement training plus running, it's a lot, very active on a weekly basis. So even if you don't hoop that much, right. you still got to stay moving. You got to, that's one key to longevity is just like, even if you run and you don't get a good cardio sweat in, mm-hmm. at least you moved. Movement. You just got to stay doing it. You can't take long breaks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, back in the day, peak mm. N1, was there ever any sort of like, because I, 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 you guys were, were super hot, man, and I always wondered how like guys in the actual league felt about mm-hmm. y'all. Was there ever any like, obviously, yeah. I'm sure there was like love, but was there ever any like haters in the NBA that just like, w- like was there ever any like fucking N1 NBA beefs going on that... Yeah, I think, yeah, there was a little bit. You know, it's funny. I'm shooting a video tomorrow talking about this exact subject right here. Mm. Like, no lie. I, I, ta- I was on KG's podcast like a couple weeks ago. Yep. And we had a little a snippet came out on Instagram about it. And it like started I didn't see a little fire. Yeah, it went crazy. What was KG saying? He was basically saying some of my teammates, uh, they were eating dinner somewhere at a restaurant in New York. And uh-huh. the topic came up of them you know getting at the nba players and kg he was like man he's like i was about that i wanted to see what's good you know what i mean obviously they're in the league at that time like some like unfilmed super game where like kevin kevin garnett and like fucking stefan marbury show up to like a park in harlem at 3 a.m and (laughs) battle it hard though (laughs) no you know what's crazy though when when half man amazing was gassing that up though back in the day like think about it we were on tv more than the nba right the espn for sure Think if they actually did the, if that game actually was for real like that would have like would have we might have had to fo- have a foot think about it. we sold out the garden just an and one game right so what would have and one versus NBA All Star game crazy in just a theory and a theory game in, especially <laughs> in like oh three or oh four oh my god we might need a football stadium oh me and half man were just talking about that yeah it's crazy yeah. to think like you know I, I'm just glad to see because you know when I was a kid man the basketball was so and it's big now. But it's just dope to see, like, today's generation have whatever version of, like, and one was to me, mm-hmm. to them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why I try to keep it going. Because <laughs> you probably have such a wide range of fans. Oh, super. Because you have, like, guys that are like me, 
who is old and watched you as as when I was a kid, and then you got like I, my fucking nine year old knows exactly who you are. I showed him. He said, "Oh, you're gonna interview him." He's at basketball camp right now. Otherwise, he'd probably be here. But oh, yeah. you know, it's crazy. You have like such a like. It's probably hard for you to go too many places without getting stopped. Yeah, oh no, yeah, for sure. It's a blessing though. Like if I look at my analytics, it's like twenty percent eighteen and under, twenty percent eighteen to thirty five, twenty percent thirty five and up. I even got people fifty five and up. There's a ten percent, you know. So yeah, it's a blessing to have a wide demographic of doing it just for a long time. Um, for you, uh, obviously, you want to ball to your fifty. But what are other things you're trying to like do to kind of just expand, like? The yeah. Empire. Yeah. Obviously, you got merch, you got stuff you're selling, but like, give me kind of the breakdown on, on globalhooper.com. Globalhooper.com. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when you talk about expansion, I'm actually trying to produce a movie of my life story where I play myself. Oh. So, I've been working that, on that for a couple you better, of years. You better get that film soon because you still look the, young. The strike don't help. You know what I'm saying? The strike's fucking everything. It's up. not helping. But uh, Except for Tubi. Yeah. A Tubi, maybe. You know I think saying? I think you can still get a Tubi movie off, and the SAG won't be mad at I'm you. I'm in right SAG. Now. Yeah, I don't know. So if you're in SAG, you should not. You're on yeah, strike. <laughs> you are on strike. I heard they're yeah. like gang, it's like gang shit. Like you cannot cross the strike line. Yeah, it's real. It's real. It's real. So um, so no, we respecting all that. But you know, trying to put more of a foot into the acting world, I don't think I'd ever stop my YouTube channel just because right. like you've seen even A list stars, A influencers also, and I've seen even like big YouTubers go mainstream or do something mainstream and then have to come back to YouTube. Yeah, and it happens algorithm, actually a lot. Then the algorithm's all messed up. It's not like it was before. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't ever want to let up off the gas. Personally, I just think Can't, man. controlling your own narrative is a beautiful thing. You're your own boss over there. If people don't want to yeah. give you work elsewhere, you still got that. And it's it it is TV. Like the number one yes. used app on my TV is YouTube. Yeah, I mean it's the number one streaming app in the world. It's like I'm, I don't care about like I don't watch Netflix most, I mean, unless like some show drops. Like I just okay. watch quarterbacks. Before. Okay, but I'm always on YouTube. My kids are on YouTube. Yeah, you me know? too. Me too. If I'm not if I'm not watching Netflix, it's YouTube. So yeah, so you're essentially you're like you want to just kind of dip your toe into like producing like original content or being a part of like movies on a bigger scale yeah. as well as still keeping your foot on the mainly acting a little bit of producing yeah for sure but also for me it's funny as long as i've gone you know start my youtube channel 09 the weakness of my brand has actually always been infrastructure i didn't upload enough and now as we get further into it people upload way way more yeah i was gonna say how often are you uh are you dropping content now we're gonna go four to six times a month but i've always i've always been like kind of like mr beast where you take a lot of time for video, treat it like a TV show where everything's perfect, good sound, amazing concept, and you're aiming to break the internet. But we sometimes we only get one or two up a month. Right. And if while that, that while that, that was path. good, yeah. don't get me wrong, it was good. Like I think there's a more a, a better from a business standpoint. What's your most viewed YouTube video? Uh, eighty-three mil views. But what 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 were you doing? Oh, I went to Laguna Beach and I played a, a trash talker. It was actually the first my first trash talker video. I came up with that. Okay. That turn, the trash talk. Yeah. Dude. Uh, dude was just talking crazy. I, was, I had been up there for like three hours yeah. playing at the Laguna Courts, you yeah. know, in Laguna Beach. Yeah. And um, this dude came up and he was just, he's trying to discredit everything I did. And then he was trying to. Because he knew exactly who you were. I don't think he did. So he didn't know who I you were. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, may, maybe, but I don't think so. So then he was like giving the dude a hard time that was guarding me. Maybe he knew them. But he kept he kept saying after every bucket I would get like man you gotta do this do this and he's like all you gotta do is watch his hips and so uh, he's like man I got next and I was like I said something like well maybe we should get a ones in he's like yeah let's get the ones in so I was like all right cool so we finished that game and I was like all right man you trying to do it and then we matched up one on one he was a little bit heavy set though mm. 
So midway through the game, he's a little winded. I did a move, went between his legs, snatched it. I didn't even touch him. He smacked, he like smack hit the pavement, right? Then like two plays later, I did somewhere up faked between my legs, between his legs, snatched it. He broke his shoulder. He like, he like reached and threw his shoulder out of the socket. So the game didn't, that's why I got eight, three mil views. The game didn't even end. We couldn't have wrote a better script. Holy shit. Yeah. So, so when we edit it, we go to the edit. We told the story of how the game happened because that was one of my critiques. We don't play good enough competition. Right. But it's like, oh, I play anybody in the street, street yeah. ball. So we told a story of why that game went down. But then we realized, oh, like you got to do this every video. You got to tell a yeah, story. Yeah, tell the story to go with then the video. Then the thumb was a zoom in mm-hmm. to the ankle breaker. So it kind of, that laid the, it, that paved the way for how I need to do videos. And even the title, I had money in the title. Yeah. So I played a game for a hundred bucks or whatever. It's trash talker. Wow. Yeah. 83 million. Yeah, I think that was 2016. And that's yeah. fully uh, monetized? Oh, for sure. In 2016, that's for sure. Bag. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. a bag. The lifetime analytics on there are nice. Is it safe to say you've uh, surpassed your N1 pay as a YouTuber? By like a ten or thirty times by now. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say somewhere around twenty what times. Were you, I mean, not to get, get in your pockets, but back in the day, like, what was what was the pay decent? Like, like if you oh, guys were hitting mind. the road, mm-hmm. it was decent. Yeah, I don't mind. I think my first contract ever with An One, eighteen years old, was like seventy k, sixty seventy k. Not bad for an eighteen year old kid professionally playing hoops back then before inflation hit the fucking. Not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But then as we went, it went big. So we did, you know. Multi multi year six figure deals. Like right. by the time I left, I think I signed a two fifty k a year. Yeah, two two fifty k or something last year. But then we would make money outside of an one too. So you could go do that. Then you could go do. Oh, I'm gonna go do an appearance, or I'm gonna go play in a game in China or Africa. Or you. Yeah. So I think my last year, I, made, I think one of the years I made eight hundred k or something <sighs> like that. And so that was cool. But just hooping. Just hooping, just hooping. And, I think we made millions of dollars the whole run. The whole run, of you know course. I'm but yeah. I'm just saying, like for a single year, for a single year, I was like, awesome. I thought I was rich. I thought my money would never run out. Was was uh, everyone's pay scales different? Do you know, or like, because yeah. obviously there's bigger names, smaller names. Like, because I, I think when I think of anyone, I think of you. I think of Hot Sauce. I think of es- I think of Escalade. Uh, I think of uh, Half Man, Half Amazing. I think of. Uh, who else? And you're probably different. You watched it. You know, the casuals, they say like me, hot sauce, and then it's either like Skip or Escalade. Yeah. Maybe AO. Yeah, AO was dope. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's based on marketability and skill. So like what you bring to the table on the court played a role, but then obviously your marketability. So I'm sure like hot sauce had the biggest deal. I said Skip was already in the NBA, but like, you know, I'm sure hot sauce had the biggest House House AO main. When you saw Rafer Austin yeah. make it to the league, are you like, it ain't over for me? He still made it. Hey, let's stop the interview real quick to tell you about our good folks at King Palm. That's right, man. Shout out to King Palm. Uh, we're talking about nothing but that organic, all right? That natural, them leaves, all right? There's no tobacco involved, and they're so smooth when you smoke in them. I love King Palm. It's the only thing I'm smoking out of. Now, if you go to your local, uh, Liquor store, you go to your local smoke shop, you can get King Palms. Of course, 7-Eleven's got the King Palms. And they have so many crazy flavors. Like, shout out to Sugar Sean, who's from um, Phoenix, Arizona, my hometown. He's got his own flavor. They just sent us these. Now, what's dope about King Palm is that they have the the terpene-infused flavors. So at the end of the tip of these pre-rolls, right, you get the leaf, you squeeze the tip, that's what she said. And then you just get a burst of flavor. 
This is that honey mango. All right. Now, this is the most important part. This is absolutely natural, tobacco free leaves. The cleanest way to smoke. All right. Trust me when I say it, man. We love King Palm over here. So many flavors. I mean, shout out to the grape. Shout out to the honey mango. Shout out to the sugar punch right here. You know what I'm saying? Look, if you go to kingpalm.com right now, you can get hooked up with everything you need at 50% off if you use the promo code bootleg or bootleg kev. Try either one of those. I forget which one it is. It's bootleg or it's bootleg kev. You know what? The correct promo code will be down below. Use the one that's down here, kingpalm.com. Get 50% off right now. Shout out to King Palm. Also, want to shout out to our good folks at Blue Chew, baby. Shout out to Blue Chew. Now, this is what's going on with Blue Chew, man. Everybody keeps asking me, does Blue Chew work? Yes, it works, but don't take my word for it. You're going to get a month for free when you go to bluechew.com and you use the promo code BOOTLEG. A month for free. Now, what is Blue Chew? Fellas, if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, fellas, if your dick is not getting as hard as you'd like it to, maybe for your wife. Oh, I don't know. Listen, all you got to do is go to bluechew.com. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's getting delivered to you in a chewable form right to your door in discreet packaging, and you do not have to go into a doctor's office to get Blue Chew. You go to bluechew.com. You use the promo code bootleg. You get a month's supply delivered to your door discreetly, of course, discreetly. No doctor's appointments. No going and leaving your house and sitting in a lobby and waiting for some, you know, lady to call you in so you could tell her how your cock's not working properly. It happens, fellas, all right? BlueChew.com, take my word for it. Also, take their word for it because they're going to give you a month's supply for free, just $5 shipping, BlueChew.com, promo code bootleg. Uh, let's get back to the interview. Yeah. Were a lot of people like that? Because he kind of kicked the door down for yeah. the possibility to, like, be a, like a legendary street baller. So his was different, though. So he actually played all... He went the regular route. He just played street balls in the summer. Okay, okay. So we're like full-time street ball. Like, I let go of school for right. street So ball. his thing was he was still going to school. He was still doing everything. Yeah. Summertime, it was... He played community college. Right. Fresno State. Got drafted. A little D-League. Then came back up. Then signed a big deal. Yeah. A few big deals. But yeah, uh, for the other guys... I mean, anything's possible, but I think a lot of guys just didn't get that opportunity or, like, there maybe was some shortcoming, whether it was on the court or off right. the court. Everybody's story's a little bit different. But dudes were good enough to be – that's the myth, man. They did that documentary. They did a doc on and one last year on ESPN. Mm -hmm. There's two docs. There's one on okay. ESPN and one on Netflix. Okay. The one on ESPN had NBA players kind of, like, bashing. I don't even know why this was in the doc, if it's the N1 doc. Yeah. But they were, like, bashing the level of play of N1 players. And uh, it wasn't a good narrative. Like, it wasn't true. Like, why do the documentary if you're going to bash us? I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I don't know. But luckily, most people saw the Netflix doc. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, too, because I think, like, back then, like, there had to have been, like, for you guys, like to hit the like, what was was y'all? Did y'all have like and one groupies? Was there like chicks like who was like fucking? Because you know what? Think oh about yeah, it. It was, there, yeah, that was a thing. It was hip hop. It was a rock star hip hop basketball tour. Yes. <laughs> who, who? What? what <laughs> you guys had rappers on tour too, right? Or was it different yeah, cities? Everybody did the half times. Like, it, like okay, remember we were just saying Cassidy was up here. He was doing yep. half time, but it was like Dipset, The Locks. Uh, I think when Paul I saw Wall. it, it was a. Uh, 
David Banner and Roscoe. David Banner killed it, bro. Oh my we god, did Jackson, Mississippi is haunted. It was wild. Listen, I always yeah. say this because I've I've always watched guys do halftime shows and they'd be yeah. like, it's a little different. People are getting up to go to like get their drinks, and I'm like, listen, oh this is lit. I saw David Banner yeah. do a halftime show and. He was alone, standing in the middle of the court, and he shut that shit the fuck down. Shut it down. Ain't got up on the rim. One time. He's like oh sat on the rim. It's crazy. But uh, no, those half times went off. E40 actually killed it. Like when we did the Bay, with oh, the I Bay bet. Area, I playing bet. Oakland. I remember E40 came on there, and they and uh, oh, what was it? There was these other dudes though. Some local group. It was like the E40. Federation? Some, yeah, they hit the court and everybody ran the court and they had to stop it because it got. That's it was like fire. High Fiera, man. Yeah, exactly. The High Fiera. That was crazy. But every halftime for An One was like super turned up. What about? Uh, what do you think about Big Three? Oh, I think it's dope. I love it. I love it. I mean, I don't think like some people might call that like street. Ball. I don't really view it as like street ball necessarily. But I think that like you right, guys have more spin after the league. You know what I'm saying? You, you might be good in the half court till you're fifty, like you're saying. For so. Sure. So I think it's another uh, it's another outlet to check out. I feel like it was funny. Ice Cube was saying he felt like the gatekeepers are kind of like stopping it from I've getting a shine. That. I have seen that, yeah. And I feel like that too because he doing all the mainstream media. I think that it would benefit from having some headline players though that that uh, maybe could turn up from a head, from a highlight standpoint. That's what I think. I was gonna say like when Iverson and Jay Will in there the year first year started, one, yeah. That was ready to go berserk. Yeah, and then it, I, yeah, when I because that made me want to watch. I was like, wait, white chocolate and AI, which is tough. I'm in. Yeah, me too. But the hard thing was like, so Jay will he was ready to play, but he got injured, so, right? So he, yeah, he I never play, came back he? after that. Did he, he ever play at all? Maybe a game or two. We blew out his knee, <sighs> and then uh, I knew AI. You know, I played Iverson's last game he ever played. Like, I played with him in China. It was a three-game tour. It's on my, my YouTube channel. Really? Yeah, it was fire. But Because uh, that was my guy. What year up. was that? 2012. Wow. So his kind of farewell tour in China, you were, you were there. Yeah, 2012. And, well, the last time he actually took to the court and Man. played a full game. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so I knew, but he barely wanted to do that. And then after that, he never played again. So I knew when the big three was talking about, he's hooping. I was like, Are you he sure? don't even like to play like that. Because at the end of the day, like, you play on Iverson's level or like those NBA All-Star, even like me talking to KG, right? They ain't trying to – the stakes are too low. Right. It feels weird like going to play in a game at a half-full arena or right, 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 like right. if I ask KG, would you collab on my – he going to be like, nah, like, like right. why? Like He's right. already cemented. That dude's Hall of Fame. Nah, uh, it's crazy. Have you ever hooped or messed around with, uh, with Jason Williams at all, with Jay will Because he's obviously kind of like the – you know, when you were a kid watching him and Vince, and it was yeah. like that era, like street like, ball in the league. Oh my god, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, Iverson, Jay, Will, like you said, Vince, that was crazy. Yeah, um, we're trying to make it happen. We're actually trying to make it happen. So I, co- I did a collab video with him. Okay. He came to our studio downtown. I have like a half court with LED setup. We just talk hoops. He showed me his elbow pass. I showed that him, elbow pass. Yeah, that- yeah. I showed him a move I do. Yeah. Just got his thoughts on it, and then. Um, We've been trying to re. So I got. I actually had a little injury, but okay. we've been trying to revisit doing a hoop video. And he said he was down. So. Like if you guys went to the park or break, something, so I told him we'll break the internet. Just go break <laughs> the internet real quick. Yes, it'd be crazy. Yeah. So we we trying. We're trying. Did they ever approach you to try to play in like the big three? Maybe. By the way, they'd be they'd be smart too. They asked me to enter the draft, but. I noticed that Skip was in the draft. He didn't get picked. So, like, I wasn't going to enter the draft. Wait, he didn't get picked? 
Skip was in the draft and didn't. Yeah, some of the guys who got, I mean, listen, no disrespect to a lot of those guys, but I remember just, I'm talking, we're talking about selling tickets, putting seats in asses here. Yeah, and maybe Skip didn't want to play. I, don't, I didn't know the details. Right, but that. I just like, I, I remember seeing some of the guys, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, Rashad McCants was like a fringe, like, make it on a roster kind of guy, and I know he's like one of the main big three guys, but it's like, I don't know who's coming out to see Rashad McCants. You know, they had, yeah. a, they had Amari for a little bit, you know. They, it's tough. They it's have, tough. Uh, you need highlight guys. You need yeah. somebody to, yeah, you need the TikTok guys. Hey, what's the reel that's going to go crazy to promote the big three? Yeah, but they're not good enough. You know what I'm saying? You got to play at that higher level. Or like Iso Joe. He's trying to keep it big boy, you know, just below the NBA competition level. I didn't want to do it because, like, my thing was, like, they're giving other dudes deals. What do you mean enter the draft? That's just for marketing so you can like, I'm the, say I'm I was the, in it? Yeah, like, I'm the most popular guy following wise here literally outside of jay will and iverson that would have been 100 percent. yeah so like i wasn't gonna do it unless somebody would sign me but then also let me play how i play yeah who cares travel the chip in the league like the three yeah i feel like they could benefit a lot from some entertainment i know even like bone collector and white chocolate went and went through the combine didn't get picked up so they're keeping it tight. They're keeping it like real. Tight. Yeah, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to essentially set up a, a situation where you can extend your career as an. Yeah, athlete. yeah, exactly. He's trying to say this is a big boy league. You know, top level competition. Still, it's just like just below the NBA. When you're done, you go here. Yeah, yeah, which I respect. But yeah, I didn't want to do it. Just to me, it didn't feel right. Like I'm not gonna, you know, go to a team and be on the bench the whole game or like, because you know when you get into those, like the personas are like how the coach in the big three would look at it and how serious them dudes want a championship. Right. If I try to go between serious. the legs and kick that out, they're going to be mad. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> we got to take him out. Yeah. Flagrant two. But I get some moves. I'll, I'll be trying to do moves. I'll be trying to turn it out. You know what I mean? But yeah. Try to I, get the crowd pops. What team would, would be cool with that? For sure. Maybe, a t- maybe but is Ice Cube cool? Right. Who, who knows? You know what I mean? I saw you did a video with, uh, with Paul George. Like, how, how are your relationships with some of the guys in the NBA nowadays? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you're a celebrity celebrity, like, you know, outside of just being the OG and one guy. You know what I'm saying? We're cool. I mean, a lot of guys are busy, right? So, like, I, can, I don't necessarily, like, hang with NBA players, but I feel like I've met almost everybody. You know, and everybody yeah. shows a lot of love. I show a lot of respect. Uh, to those guys for doing it at the highest level. But Paul George is awesome, man. I never met him before that right. day. We shot that video. That shit's crazy. So did you uh did you do you, did you end up going to uh did you go to NBA Con at all? I was out there for Summer League. I didn't go to NBA okay. Con. I should've. Summer League's fucking fire. I had a great time. Yeah. I love it, dude. I had a good time. I went to I went to like Summer League one of the one of the days. It was the day after Weminyana had his his uh it was like a slower day because my sons were playing. Okay. And uh, I just, dude, we were there all day and like met, everybody's just walking around. Like everybody. Like, yeah. The players will get done playing and then walk around the arena. Like. I know. You know, I noticed that. Like we wa- we left the arena. Yeah. And then like dudes who just played that game walked just out right out. next to us and we're like, what the? It's crazy. Because <laughs> they didn't have a VIP tunnel up here. Get, like. Nah. And then they have the two games going on like simultaneously because they kind of have the two connected arenas. It's. It's my. I, I, t- I told my uh, my boy. I was like, next year, we're gonna do like a week of this shit. We're That's gonna, what we did. I did about four days. We're gonna go out yeah. there. It's gonna be like our All Star Weekend. Cause I don't fuck with All Star Weekend. It's too much drama. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I, let me go to fucking That's crazy summer league. It's crazy. Let me go hang out. Be a basketball geek. It's turning into the summertime NBA though. It is. It's man. like a way for the NBA and everybody around the NBA to exist. Yeah, for in sure. The summer for a little bit. A hundred percent. It's only man. two weeks. It's crazy. It is. It's, yeah. It is two weeks. It, yeah. But it's really about that first, like, 
week. Yeah, we missed the wave. Like my homie, he, he was here. He was there. Like when Wimby was playing, crazy. We came three days after and caught like the last weekend. And don't get me wrong, it was still lit, but it was it wasn't like that it first was. weekend's crazy because because yeah. a lot of those main yeah. draft picks, you know, they play a game or two and then they get sat. You know, it's like, and then they got guys like uh, what's what's the guy's name? Jabari Smith on the fucking Rockets was hoop. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Huh. Shout out to my sons. Yeah, yeah. It's still good basketball regardless when yeah, you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, look, man, uh, obviously you got a lot a lot going on. People can go follow you on TikTok. They go on the YouTube channel. Yes, sir. Instagram. What's, what's the handle everywhere? Is it just? Yeah, Professor Live, YouTube and Facebook, The Professor on everything else. Check it out, globalhooper.com. You got a Snapchat show yet? Yes. Check it out, Professor Live, Snapchat show. Because that Snapchat money's good. It is good. It's nobody's, launched, nobody's complaining. Listen, we just, <laughs> we just launched the Snapchat show like uh, two oh, months ago, and like first month, boom, going off. Snapchat would be confusing, though. There's like the shows, then there's the stories. I have no idea because I don't Somebody know. running for you, right? Yes. Yeah, some yeah, dude in London. Smart. You're smart. My guy Dean in London handles all of it, and he's like, here's the analytics. This is how much we're on pace to make. And I'm like, oh. I actually outsource that. I don't even have the app on my phone. I yeah, should, I don't have. I don't have. I Snapchat. should keep track. With I it. don't have Snapchat on my phone. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't had it on my phone for I don't even know how long. But they're gonna chop this up and then you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, man. There it is, man. The professor, I appreciate you, buddy. Hey, man, honored, man. Yes, Thanks sir. for having me of on. Of course, appreciate you. Boom. Yeah. Fire. Hey, this interview is brought to you by our good folks at Hardeen. All right, shout out to the Hardeen family in Las Vegas. Make sure you follow them. Hardeen underscore Las Vegas, the number one dispensary. Period. All right. The craziest selection of premium premium cannabis you can ask for. Plus, when you go to hardinlasvegas.com, you can check out all the other cool stuff they got going on. You know, they got a whole weed university happening in Vegas. Hardine is where it's at. All right. So if you're in Las Vegas, you get into that taxi cab, you say, take me to Hardine. And when you get there, you tell the wonderful bud tenders that I sent you and they're going to take care of you. Hardine underscore Las Vegas. Go follow them. And uh, yeah, we got another interview coming soon. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 